0: Hello, I'm Brian Crandall. Gene is off a decision 2023 update now and a lot to keep track of. Gabe Amo, who just left a job at the White House, joined the race for Congress in Rhode Island. Now 14 candidates, all Democrats, are running for Congressman David Cicilline's first district House seat. He's leaving at the end of May to head up the Rhode Island Foundation. As you'll hear here, though, not all these Democrats are on the same page politically. I believe we, we need more strong progressive leaders in Congress. You know the. Republican extremists are coming after our democracy, our rights, our future. Aaron Regenberg, former state rep who narrowly lost in the Democratic primary for lieutenant governor against Dan McKee five years ago. Three years ago, he supported Bernie Sanders for president. Regenberg points to fighting climate change as a top priority. He supports banning assault weapons and opposes any restrictions on abortion access. And I think the record that I bring to the table is 15 years of of fighting to to make a difference for everyday rhode islanders and being able to actually bring folks together and win real progressive policy change but he's also drawn the ire of some progressives who think he'd take votes away from women candidates of color do you have a response to that and kind of this fracture among that wing of the party you know i think i'm really excited that there's so many people um stepping forward to to join this race i didn't see anybody in the race that could that I would want to represent me or my constituents. Stephen more Casey violence. is not a progressive. I'm a little bit more conservative than most of the candidates that are in in the race currently. He's a state rep and Woonsocket firefighter. I'm, I feel like I am more of a John Kennedy Democrat. You know, older, the, the older folks, I think, will understand where I'm coming from. I think they have the same, the same values. It differs from almost all the other Democrats in the race on guns. Would you support an assault weapons ban or no? Um, I think that there's an assault weapons misnomer, first of all. I asked Casey some form of that question multiple times. I don't think that a AR-15 is something that needs to be banned. So what's termed an assault weapons ban you would say no to? Um, I, I don't want to call it an assault weapon. Casey says he's personally opposed to abortion, but would vote to codify Roe versus Wade protections, though he says he cannot support allowing late term or partial birth abortion. All right, the crowded field also includes a fired bus driver who's been in a long legal fight with Ripta and an immigrant who became a school principal and lawmaker. Brian, I don't shy away from problems. I get in there and solve problems. Nathan Bia is a state representative and a high school principal in Providence. Both jobs, he says, make him a good candidate for Congress. School is like a microcosm of society in general. So the same problems that I face, that my students are facing in schools, these are the same problems that are facing in our community. Mental health, Homelessness. Bia, who says he walked 90 miles to flee war torn Liberia, says preventing gun violence is a top priority of his campaign.
1: I see children every day who are dealing with the lasting trauma of having a friend or a family member that are killed by illegal guns.
0: A lot of people have experience in politics, but I have life experience, so i I understand what the people need. Makita Barnes also points to gun violence as a key issue and the need for tighter laws. If I know somebody who's crazy, if you know somebody who's crazy, why are I not interviewing the people in the neighborhood where they live at? Why are they not interviewing more family members? Barnes was a Ripta bus driver who claimed she was fired in 2016 for speaking up about a bus stop where snow and ice was not cleared. Barnes sued RIPTA reaching a $150,000 settlement but then sued again seeking $2.5 million according to a court decision in 2020 that stated that Barnes had quote an extensive history of work related injury claims against RIPTA and lengthy absences from work more than 25 work related claims and judges have tossed out her follow-up lawsuits. It didn't really paint a flattering picture of you kind of the court decisions in this case. Of course not, because uh, that's what happens when you use federal money to uh, line your pockets instead of actually using the federal money for what it's supposed to be used for. All right, asked about Barnes Ripta, just says she was fired in 2016 under the terms of the union contract there. Providence City Councilman John Gonzales and Stephanie Beauty, who ran for Secretary of State last year, are also among those trying to stand out in the crowded field. I am not your typical politician. Uh, I wouldn't even call myself a politician. Though John Gonsalves is a city councilman He's also an elementary school teacher. Yeah, I think the most important part is that I resonate with the people of Rhode Island. I'm a working class Rhode Islander. Like most of the other Democrats in the race, Gonzales would not limit abortion access and would support an assault weapons ban. We need someone in Congress who's going to work for the
1: people, someone who's going to fight ardently for uh, our working class families and make sure that we're delivering on the issues that Rhode Islanders uh, face right now. Inflation is high. People are struggling with the cost of living. We need to find a way to cut
0: costs for Rhode Islanders we need to think about how we're going to improve education improve our climate and also ensure that we're fighting for things like affordability on housing Stephanie Beauty also shares similar views as most others in the race she's a software product manager
1: the difference for me I would say that I'm not a politician I'm a regular person that kind of works uh, in IT and infrastructure and uh, I know how to resolve problems and looking at complex situations and coming up with resolutions relatively quickly and also being someone who's collaborative.
0: Beauty cites high costs of housing and medication for family members as a reason she got in this race.
1: I'm not interested in kicking the can down for another election cycle and say I'm going to fix this and then another election cycle. I really want people to be able to see the end result of when they send people to Washington that they can feel that their, cha- their life has actually had an impact. And I think that that's the difference that I want to bring, to actually resolve something and to get things done. All
0: right, some in the race are familiar faces, some are not. One candidate just ran for the same first congressional seat under a different party. And there's a former top state staffer. I think try something different. Nick Audiello has never held elected office, which in this race he counts as a plus. He was a top eight at the state's Commerce Department, and since then says he's worked on climate and sustainability issues. I'm really scared about what the next few decades have in store for Rhode Island and for our country. And I think we need to send a new generation to Washington who's going to be laser focused on solving those challenges that are coming down the pipe. Audiello says lowering the cost of living is a priority. Like most Democrats in the field, he wants to fight climate change, supports an assault weapons ban, and would not want restrictions on abortion access. So what would set him apart? And so I think voters are going to be looking for, okay, but who among this field do I really want to send to Washington to fight for our values?
1: I think that I offer the people of uh, Rhode Island uh, something a little different.
0: Alan Waters stands apart from the other Democrats in the race. He ran for the same seat November against David Cicilline as a Republican. Has anything changed other than the letter next to your name, your views haven't changed,
1: have they? Uh, No, they haven't, my views are exactly the same. A look at his Twitter feed looks
0: like many Republican politicians railing against socialists, leftists, climate activists, and wokeness. He's pro-gun rights and traditional values, he says, and against what he calls sexualization and genderization of our children.
1: I know that the progressive wing, the more left wing of the Democratic Party, makes a lot of noise, so people might think that they're the majority, but they're not the majority.
0: All right, Water says that he left the Republican Party before the seat opened up because the party did not support him. The party pulled its support of him in a 2020 race after learning of a domestic arrest involving his wife the year before. All right, State Senator Sandra Cano was one of the first candidates to jump into this race to replace Congressman Cicilline. She's been in the state Senate since 2018 and lives with State Treasurer James Deosa.
1: My candidacy is based on my legislative accomplishments, my life experiences, and knowing that the working people of District 1 seem themselves representative in myself. Um, I do know them well.
0: All right, Lieutenant Governor Sabina Matos was the first to jump in the race. I talked with her about why she's in and the issues.
1: I'm going to be a fighter for uh, housing, for reproductive freedom.
0: In Congress, Sabina Matos says she would prioritize the fight against climate change, continue aid to Ukraine, and would not support any restrictions on access to abortion.
1: That's a a personal decision, and it's a tough decision that a woman has to make together with her doctor. Nobody else should be in that room.
0: In the run to get to Congress, Matos points to her experience as Lieutenant Governor and Providence City Council President and says voters want someone who is tapped into the community.
1: And let me tell you, the people CD1 know me and I know them.
0: As City Council President in 2020, she supported shifting funding away from the police department.
1: And I just want to clarify once again, <laughs> I never supported defund the police. I've always has been in favor of reforming the police.
0: Matos was appointed lieutenant governor two years ago. In last year's elections, she did some debates, including ours for the general election, but not ours for the primary, claiming repeated schedule conflicts. So you'll commit to all the debates this time, no matter the schedule?
1: If, I can, if I'm not here, I cannot say I'm going to debate. But yes, I'm committed to doing as many debates as, as I can accommodate on my schedule.
0: Back to matters in Washington. Do you think Joe Biden should run for president
1: again? Yes. He has been doing an excellent job, and I will support him.
0: What do you think about the people who are in control of the House right now?
1: Well, I have concern that a lot of uh, the people in control right now don't believe that January 6th was real and it was a real threat to democracy.
0: All right, so that's 10 of the 14 candidates in the race that we've interviewed so far. We're in the process of setting up conversations with the other four. Gabe Amo, State Representative Marvin Abney, State Senator Ana Kazada, and Don Carlson of Jamestown. Again, everyone in the race so far is a Democrat now to who's not running and what really opened the floodgates to a crowded field seeking the Democratic nomination here. Attorney General Peter Narona and former candidate for governor Helena folks are out. Folks says she's focused instead on a number of projects in education and health care. And I think my strengths are executive and I just didn't think this role would allow me to bring my best. And the second thing for me is I love doing work in the state. I want to make a difference long term in the state and I feel like I can have a bigger impact here. Rhode Island House Speaker Joe Shikarchi is also out. He said he strongly considered a run. He's got a lot of money in the bank and name recognition, but ultimately decided not to get in. I asked him about that. You think you would have won? Yes, but even if you could have office, it might not be the right thing to do,
1: and that's ultimately what it came down to. It wasn't a question of winning. It wasn't a political decision, Brian. It was strictly a personal decision, personal for the role I have now, personal for my family, and
0: personal for my you know, occupation. Well, that's 10 News Conference. A reminder, you can watch all of our interviews on TurnTo10.com. For now, I'm Brian Crandall. Thank you again for turning to 10.